Welcome to today's episode of the Two Perspective Podcast, the podcast where you always guarantee to get at least two perspectives. And in today's episode, we would like to touch upon how Linda became alive at 45, which is something we mentioned in our last episode with James. So if you haven't listened to that, listen to it, just a quick plug. But to start this episode off, I would just really know a little bit more about how things were going, like let's say at like 43, 42, just a little bit before 45, just to, to know where we at. Absolutely, miss. That actually, that's where I wanted to start because um, things started to happen for me prior to turning 45. And one of the things that I was doing is I was going through life, doing what you normally do. You go to college, you graduate, you get a job, you get uh, a promotion, you do that for a little while, you get into another position. And so um, around 45 uh, was the, the time for me where one of the things that was my roadblock all of a sudden was lifted. And what needed to happen was this one thing. I needed to be able to find my spark, that one thing that would light me up and make me feel alive. And the problem was I always saw anytime you wanted to get out and be seen in the world, you know, growing up, you, you know, it was kind of like being in that spotlight is something that I think all people want to do at some point to some degree. And I just had shame around wanting to be able to be in the spotlight. I thought, well, that would be my ego talking. And it wasn't until I worked with a coach that said, you know, right. Or you know what, it's okay that you want to be you know, seen and you want to be heard and, and, and you want, you really want to go after coaching and you want to be able to go out and deliver your facilitated workshops. And so in order to do that, I had to get over that hurdle of being, it was okay for me to go out and be seen because, you know, you can't give coaching services or provide them to anyone if people don't know who you are and, and what you represent and what you've gone through personally. And so by him giving me that permission and for allowing me to find that spark in myself that I come alive when I get to help people transform their life, that was just huge and life-changing for me. But that wasn't the only thing that started to happen. Um, as I was going through and finding out ways that I could practice those skills, it took me one whole year to actually take my facilitated workshop and actually present it to an audience to see if I could practice it because I had to get over the, the whole being. I would have to stand in front of people, do public speaking. And what if, what if I wasn't good enough? Was it, what, if, what if other people were better than me? What if other people uh, just had a, a different presence? You know, would I be given an opportunity and chance to do that? And you know what? I just decided one day that, hey, I know where I could deliver this workshop and I could have an opportunity and I could probably do it in an unpaid capacity as a lunch and learn. So I wrote an email to our local community college and I got that uh, time and place at the table. And what I found out was when I went into that meeting, 
just with the whole idea that I was going to uh, ask for an opportunity to present a few different types of workshops, I was so passionate and excited about it that I didn't even have a portfolio ready to take with me, right? I just had a few bullet points of what it is that I wanted to teach and how I wanted to do it. And before I walked out of that meeting, guess what? I had an invitation at the table to go ahead and put together the curriculum so it could be published in the catalog so I could offer three different courses for the corporate and continuing education. That was huge for me. Um, and so I was so excited about that opportunity, embraced it. I had one, my very first class, I had one student and I felt like even though I had a very tiny class that I was given that moment to, I could help that other person. And that's really what sparked uh, that in me that, you know what, you want an opportunity. You need to just believe in yourself and the skill that you have and just go offer it and do it. And then be uh, accepting whether it's a yes, a no, or not now, but maybe later, just go do it. And so long story short, I just want people to know that, you know, we set these timelines for ourselves. Like, I want to do this by 20. I want to do this by 30. I want to do this by 40 and so on. Um, it doesn't really matter how long it takes you to get somewhere. As long as you take those action steps and get going and um, getting unstuck and knowing that I could go out there and share what I did with the world, that was just game changing. And Fast forward to where I'm at now, same rules still applied. I wanted an opportunity and I had to learn how to speak up and ask for it because I would not be where I am now if I didn't do that. And so one of the greatest uh, things that I could give to people as far as going out there in the world and doing things, the only person that it's got to get out of your way is you. And then the second piece is working with a coach or being surrounded by people that want to do the same thing as you. That is huge in moving mountains, really getting going and having that courage and tenacity and persistence, dedication to go do that thing, whatever it is. You definitely said a lot of stuff there. I'm a little bit lost for words. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a pretty good description of everything that went on in life. And I know one of the things that, that's very close to your heart, which is why you're doing it yourself, is coaching. And for me as well, definitely having another person just showing you that path. Because if nobody tells you about a path, like a hidden path, which is all the ways of going about life that we don't know about, it's really just a hidden path. How can you ever expect to find a hidden path if nobody tells you about it? There's a reason why it's called a hidden path. But going back to your story, Linda, tell us a little bit about some of the things we got out from having coaches in the life. Okay, so you just hit upon it right there. How do you know about those hidden things? Because we are so close to ourselves to some degree that we're not going to see everything that's right in front of us. So I've had a handful of coaches and they've all given me these really great gems of things that I might consider trying. And the biggest thing about that is whether I succeeded at the thing they point out to me or I smashed it out of the park, I've had both experiences. And what I did find out during those different times are the things that I had no idea were in me. And I went and did them and 
as I did these different trajectories, different opportunities came my way and they all started to build on each other. And pretty soon this whole abundant uh, energy, enthusiasm, spark in me to go do these things, it just went up from there. And I'm not going to say that you have to know what it is that you want to do when you work with a coach, because chances are you're not going to always going to know because there's different types of coaches. There's life coaches, branding coaches, marketing coaches, career coaches, transformational coaches. There's so many different ones. And I've had a, a good half a dozen of all these different types and every single uh, relationship that I've had with a coach has just been exponential because what I did was I took the thing that I learned and I applied it to all areas of my life. And so you and I have talked about another transformation that I'd gone through. It's, it was another catalyst and it was the whole physical fitness transformation. And I got so much more out of that than I ever bargained for. And, um, and all I did was apply the, the things that you would do what, when you're trying to go after an intellectual type of thing in your life. I applied the same skills and did it with great confidence, uh, great energy, and I inspired a lot of people along the way. And so working with a coach can be so life-changing. And so many people, when I talk to them about wanting to come into a coaching program, they're looking at the thing that they think society thinks they should do, their parents think they should do, or maybe in some cases what they think they should do. And they don't always like grab onto the opportunity. And it's really hard sometimes to watch someone in front of you have all of this potential and they are in their own way of moving forward because they think that they have to follow everything in a logical trajectory. And that is so amazing to me because all the things I've done, I don't know that they are a logical trajectory at all. <laughs> if anything, I think that you might be going from point A to point Z to point L. And I just want people to know that you can do anything, anytime in your life. There isn't this logical progression that you have to follow. And a lot of time, the biggest insights come from other people around you that see something that's you don't actually see in front of you because I was told that I would be excellent at podcasting and I've been told that I would be excellent at being a physical fitness model. I've been told that I can take a bunch of pieces of information and I can synthesize it in a way that is logical for delivery of a project you know, all these different things that I had to go through to learn. And, you know, some of the things inside me, I know, but it really took the, the role of the coaches I've worked with to really set things in, on fire and just to keep going. And so um, you can tell that, you know, coaching is, a, is very much a part of, of who I am, but it's because I see the value in what people have brought to me as coaches. And I just think that everyone should have coaches in their lives at some point or another. Uh, a lot of times people think that they need a coach just so they can do an improvement project or, you know, or get better at something. I, I want to beg to differ. I think having a coach helps you identify something in you that you can really do uh, and, and enjoy and, and really come alive in your life. And so, gosh, I think that, uh, people should go through coaching programs uh, at a young age 
besides what you would see for the the sporting programs, I would like to see people go through life coaching programs to teach people how to communicate, how to build relationships, how to lead people. And so all of those are such valuable skills. And I, I don't know what else I could say uh, to you to like, um, I don't know, to take this conversation to a different plane, but I can see that you're thinking there um, of, you know, of what you're going to say next. And so bring it on. Let's see what we're going to talk about. I know exactly what I'm going to say. There's one thing I want to touch upon first. And that's regarding what other people say. You told like about amazing and podcasting, all these different things, which is true. Uh-huh. One thing that I've experienced in my own life is one of my friends came to me, got a new job. And they were hiring more people. He said, you were going to be amazing at this. I fucking sucked. So the story of that is really so like, like focus on what other people say you got to be great at. They don't fucking know you at the end of the day. They don't know your skill set. And you don't really know until like, you tried it. So don't choose things because other people said or decide to do it. Because do they really matter? They're not really what makes you really happy another thing that i wanted to touch upon is i i strongly agree with the coaching is something that i've gotten huge like value out of my own life but i would say there's one thing that's actually more important than coaching i see a lot of people getting coached i spoke to people gotten coached you know what they like doing they like execution and actually practicing that's the most fucking important thing i compared to linda I've not had that many coaches. I've had people around me, and you could say they were coaches, but they have not like been a, like a so-called coach. But what they really did for me was they forced me to go out practice, and that's like how I build skills. I don't like yeah, I build like the basics, like the base level of that skill. I yeah, that can be built like the base understanding that can be built from coaching and. All those different kind of things. But what's really going to develop a skill is not coaching. Like, no matter how many coaches you got, you can get 1,000 coaches. You're not going to get good at a fucking skill. It takes practice. It takes putting in the fucking work, just doing something. But this this podcast is about you, Linda. And I know if I just keep going on this path, we're (laughs) going to be going down like a whole other rabbit hole for the next 45 minutes. Which is very possible. I can definitely rant for 45 minutes, no problem. You got me into my branding mood today. Oh. It's kind of hard for me <laughs> to, to let you speak. But now that you've, you've talked about like, the coaching and like some of the things that the, the coaches have kind of like coaching for you has done, let's, uh, let's try to, to focus a bit more on like the start. Let's like talk about like the first couple of coaches that you had. Like what, like what really changed in your life when you started to get those good coaches? Okay. So I, I do want to give you credit to what you had said about the coaches pointing out some different things that I could try. And the reason why I brought that out was because of what you had said is you got to practice a skill and execute it and be very diligent about that. So that is true. You shouldn't necessarily do something because someone suggests it for the sole merit of that. I was asked a lot of questions about what would bring me alive and energize me as I'm doing it. That's what my first coach did. And my first coach, he asked, what do you, what activities do you do? And when you get 
into that moment, you can feel your energy surf coming to the surface. And so that's how we came up with some of these things that I could go try. And for me, getting into a room and doing community building and getting into a space where I can uh, provide a message and to give a story about something that I had done or I'm doing, and people can get some insights into their own lives about what they could take from what I'm doing and apply it to their own life and actually go try and do some things. That's always been my objective. And so I learned that very early on uh, with the coach that I had, that it was okay to go out there and shine. And, but while you're doing it, my thing was I wanted to make sure that I was encouraging, inspiring, and educating people in a way that was beneficial. It wasn't all about me being the spotlight. It was about me putting myself out there so other people could see themselves also doing things. You know, it's much easier to go down a path when you can see other people gone before you and you can learn some of the things that they did in their life that worked really well and other things that, that didn't work so well and you can save yourself some time. And I can remember fondly about my coach talking about how he has a passion for music and he produced a CD and what he found out was that the singing he loves and is passionate about, but he didn't like being the, the musician that was having that life uh, out on the road where drugs and alcohol and other things could enter that space. He, he didn't want to be a part of anything that could be a part of that culture. And that was something that he had seen on their fringes. And so they, he didn't do that for, for a long part of his life. What he did was he uh, kept his, his passion for music and, and writing songs as a, something that he likes to do. And that experience, by him telling me that story about how he tried something and it didn't like go the way he had anticipated it, that was just like an, an, a way of thinking about the world. Like we could go out and try these things. We could find out if we like them or don't like them, or maybe they're different, but the only way we're going to get there is if we're going to do that. So that was just one story that he had told along the way. He also talked about other things in his life where periods of time were dark and how he got through it. Well, I, I was going through a very dark time. And I will tell you that some of the coaching sessions, they started as therapy sessions. <laughs> and so as we worked through things, um, it was nice to be able to go from that place of needing support to actually like getting the skill sets and the mindset to go thrive. And so that's what I, I, I you know, credit him with in, in my life is being able to play both of those roles and to move me forward. Yeah, I don't know the difference between a therapist and a coach. Oh, there's What's a big the difference. difference. There's a big difference. There's a mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, a therapist is going to help you move out of a dark place, a place that you feel stuck and maybe you don't feel like there's hope and, and, and there's certain skill sets that might need to, to happen. Now, when you're working with a coach, typically you can be stuck in an area, but it's more about um, being where you're at in the present. You look less on where you were you, you look at what's happening in the present and with the steps and actions you can take in the present to move you forward to that desired state you want to be in the future. So in coaching, you don't want to be too far forward in the future and you don't want to be always looking back because the person that you were 
that you're not necessarily that person anymore. You can be someone different. You don't have to let your past define your present or your future. It just is something that you went through at that moment in time. And so in order to move forward in a coaching situation, you've got to let go of that past. And so there might be some therapy that might need to happen before you can do that. I was just about to call a, a, a therapist, a, a past a, a past coach, and a, a, ther- a call a coach, a future therapist. Sounds like the same thing to me. They just focus on the past and the future. <laughs> it's, it's, let's, it's, let's it's a different mindset. The, let's, let's get back on the topic because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having a bit too much banter here and just messing about. Let's uh, let's really focus back on, on your story, Linda. Okay. With the matter we've gone to you got some coaching and it, it really started working. It, it showed you that hidden path. It you did. You kind of got an idea of where you wanted to go and, and where to take it. But I want to focus more about what makes you define that as becoming alive? Because for all I know, you've been living for the past time as well. You were pretty alive. <laughs> yes, on the surface, I was alive. Uh, <laughs> not deep inside. I had to do some internal work. And what I went to school for and, and my passion that I found midway through are totally different. I am good at accounting, but it's not my passion. My passion is coaching p- individuals. And I had to be able to um, figure out what that was going to mean for me, because as I was going through that transformation of, of really uh, realizing that my passion is really coaching and teaching and guiding people, and that it was less about a technical skill that I went to school with, that was a real challenge for the people closest to me. Because when you go through a transformation, you find out what sparks you and makes you alive when you talk to it, people will confirm to you, they're like, wow, Linda, when you talk about this, I can just see this whole radiating energy. And, and so I started to listen to that a little more and I just wanted to do more of it. And the hardest part was like people saying, well, how could you like go to school and, and, and learn one profession and then not have that desire to do that anymore? And I'm like, who says that you have to start with one path and end with one path? I mean, that's the value of coaching right there. It's like, I, I was given permission to go and, and experiment to find out about something else. And then the process I found out was passionate about it. And so I want to do more of it. And, and one of the things that I learned the self-work I had to do was I needed to start communicating to people around me in a way that they could understand why I was making that transition. And for a long time, it was kind of lonely because they couldn't see what I wanted to do. They couldn't see beyond why would you change gears? Why would you go forward and do something totally different? There's risks in that. There's totally risk in changing careers. And I'm like, like, you know, there's risk in staying in one too. <laughs> you know, that doesn't. Well, life uh, isn't risk-free. I would say even if, if you try to make life risk-free, I would call that not a living life. Exactly. You should go on risk. Like risk is what makes life fun because. If you are 100% certain you're going to succeed, is that exciting to succeed? Now, if, if there's a chance you might not succeed, you believe you're going to succeed, but in deep down inside of you, you also know it's not given. No. That's what makes it exciting. It does That's make it exciting. That's why people love gambling. <laughs> not, nothing in life is a given. 
you don't know from one day to the next, if you'll be here tomorrow. And so if you don't come alive and you don't live that life you always wanted and you don't communicate that to people around you, that that's important to you and you do it and you do it in a way that, I mean, for me, trying to communicate to other people why I wanted to go in the direction I wanted to, that was so hard because nobody could understand me. And the more I was not being understood, the, the more painful it became. And so I've learned through more coaching experiences that asking another person if they can join you on their journey and letting them know what support looks like and they enable need to, to be able to like keep that conversation going and not give up. And so what I found was back Several years ago, when I started going down that journey, there was like, how could you ever think about changing careers and going and doing coaching as your 100% full on thing? Now it's like, I've been able to communicate why that is so important to me. And I'm demonstrating how I'm going to get there. And I don't know what has happened. Maybe I became more effective at communicating what I needed uh, for that support and why uh, and why now and why, you know, that yes, there's a risk, but to me, the risk is staying where I'm at and not being fulfilled. And the, the gain in this whole entire journey is getting to do what I love and be energized by it. And that's just going to spread to all of the areas of my life, including the relationships with the people that I have. They're getting, they've, they're become richer and better. And so the pro so what I'm going to say in a transformational type process, there's going to be times where you're going to doubt uh, yourself and your ability to communicate what you need. There's going to be times when your people closest to you are going to doubt wh where you're going. But at some point, the intersection will meet the road. And then both uh, areas, both my, my internal self and what I want to do and the people closest around me that need to support me, they get it. And I didn't think that was ever going to happen. I thought, you know what? I'm just talking up, you know, against a wall. I cannot like explain why this is so important for, for me and how I need to get there. And, and so it was just kind of like, this is what I want to go in my life. Are you going to support me in this? And that's a scary question to ask somebody because the answer when it's your significant other and they're, if they're going to say, no, I'm not going to support you that just sends a strong different message than yes, I'm gonna support you. And, and by the way, I, I just realized all these things that we can do in our, in our family structure, when you go and do recognize your dream and the place that you're going, we can do all these things. So it took, it took the other person a little while to get to where I was. And once they got it, then it became this really great honorable thing that I get to do and I have their full support and because I have their full support the sky's the limit now so that to me is just something that's just happened in the last couple months that's very good to hear I just want to, to bring you back in to make bring me back in. a bit more simple a bit more compact and and just before we do any kind of ending I just want you to to leave us with with free trips for the people that listening to this podcast made it this far, they need some sort of reward. And I think they're like about three tips if they don't really feel alive, alive, sorry, bad pronunciation, but if they don't really feel alive or they want to feel more alive, what would be three tips you would give them? Okay, so the three tips I have to give you are when you become alive, 
by finding that thing within you, by doing some testing and trial to see that you're going to have that thing. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing is um, people may or may not know how to handle that thing that you found that makes you alive. So you're going to have to have some really open, honest, frank discussions about where you see them fitting into that thing that you're doing that makes you come alive because people get scared. They think you're going to leave them behind. And that's, that's, that's not a good place to be. And that's what I was describing. And then the third thing is once you've had those conversations about what it is that brings you joy and fulfillment, the people that are closest to you are on board with you. Then the third thing is just believe so passionately in that skill set, that thing that you do that becomes that uh, one thing that brings that life in you. And just go forward with it. Be excited, be happy. And um, if you could do that, those three things right there, then the sky's the limit on anything that you could potentially go out and do in the world. And so that's what I want to share with our listeners is you can have all those things you just have to figure out how to piece them together in a way that you can have that support to continue on that journey. There's one thing that popped into mind while you were speaking. And that was, once you want to become more alive, you want to get successful in life, you need to be willing to remove the crabs from your life. Yes. And if you don't, if the people that's listening to this don't know what I mean by crabs, Go on YouTube and Google a video of crabs in a bucket because they pull each other down. Nobody escapes from the bucket. Everybody stays here. If you have people around you like that in life, you need to be willing to remove them. And it can be hard, but if you don't, you're going to end up like the crabs in the video you just watched. So I just want to, to leave that one thing in here. And with that being said, I want to, to encourage everybody, if you have a person around you in your life that you feel like could benefit from this, you, you feel like they're, they're not at their potential, they, they could use being a bit more alive. Maybe they always talk about that, their, like their current job is it's really not it. I would encourage you to go share this podcast with them. Also, follow us on Spotify, Anchor, I don't even know all the places that we post this podcast to on top of my head. So just wherever you are listening to this, give us a follow. Really appreciate that. And also down in the description, there should be a link to me and Linka. <laughs> you just became Russian or sort of like Eastern European or something. But me and Linda's Facebook group and I think we should start putting our LinkedIn profiles down there as well. So they will be down there as well. And I'll just want to as well say thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode, getting these two amazing perspectives. And I'm just going to wish you an absolutely amazing week and I hope you crush it.